Welcome to the Daily Ding. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. With me is my guy, Will Guillory in New Orleans. Will, what's up? I'm doing well, man. I'm just happy to be back. You know, like I told you before we started recording, it's the busy season, man. I actually got to walk in the arena tonight, touch the floor, got to talk to some people wow. I haven't seen in a couple years, man. It's lovely. I'm just happy to be back. Yeah, I feel the same. I feel the exact same. Uh, your Pelicans, man, they, just, they don't stay steady, right? They just, they're always <laughs> doing stuff. They had an offseason uh, full Full of storylines, full of trades, and they, they've they kind of reformed their team to a degree. Uh, you bring in Devontae Graham as who, he'll be the starting point guard, yes? Yeah, I think he's going to be. Uh, they really like him, and they like what he brings as a ball handler, obviously as a shooter. So yeah, I think he's probably the favorite right now to be a starting point guard. Yeah, and then really the most important thing is you you get this bomb dropped on you on media day <laughs> as Zion Williamson has surgery. Uh, what what's going through your mind when you hear that? And then do you have any more info on his progress? Yeah, it was really a shock, and you know it was kind of like one of those like wait 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 what? <laughs> he had surgery, yeah. you know, because because it, <laughs> it was already enough going on because we all anticipated going into media day having a conversation about. David Griffin and Zion Williamson. Is there a beef there? Right. Is there are they best friends? You know, did he play the right. piano for uh for Zion? Play piano? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was the whole conversation. And he comes in and drops the yeah, Zion has surgery and he's about to be back soon. So it wasn't like he just had surgery. Yeah. He had surgery months ago and now he's back. He's not wearing a boot at Media Day. They're hoping he's gonna be back on opening night. So yeah, it, it's crazy. But just like you said, man, that's just life covering the Pelicans. There's always something going on with this team other than making the playoffs uh, but besides making the playoffs right. there's always something going on sheesh so is that timeline still is he still on track to be ready for opening night yeah we've been seeing him at practice you know moving around doing some dribbling drills some one-on-one stuff he hasn't done anything team-wise and he hasn't you know done anything physically you know banging with other guys but from everybody yeah. I've talked to with the team, they're really optimistic that he'll be back soon. I think they're going to uh, do one more test with him really soon to see where the foot's at. And I think they're hopeful he's going to be back. Uh, they had they missed out on B.I. And that uh, preseason game against Orlando, they're really optimistic that that's just a cautious thing. He's going to be fine. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, for once, this team may be healthy on opening night. You know, we'll see. But uh, it looks like everything's moving in the right direction. Yeah. How how does he physically look to you? I mean, he's not really doing much. You know, I, I think if you're talking, you know, Zion Weight Watch, I, I think he's pretty typical. Yeah. You know, uh, he's never going to have a six pack abs, at least not anytime soon. Right. So I think when I saw him walking at media day, that was my first time being within five feet of him since the pandemic hit. So, you know, my yep. first reaction when I saw him was like, wow, yeah, Zion's as big as I remember him being. You know, he's like a a brick house when he walks in. So uh, he's huge, but I don't think uh, he's quote unquote fat Zion the way uh, some people kind of mm-hmm. anticipate him to be. I think he'll be good to go. And I think it'll be really interesting to see him with this roster and especially this new look backcourt. Uh, I think that's going to be one of the big stories with this team, just how this backcourt works and how they fit with point Zion, how much he's going to be handling the ball compared to last year. And a lot of that, to your point, is dependent upon his conditioning and his health. Yeah. So 
so to the listeners, tell them who who's this new look backcourt? What's the expectation for how that rotation will fill out? Yeah, we're two preseason games in, and we still don't even know who the starting backcourt is going to be. We don't know point guard yeah. or shooting yeah. guard. You know, I, I kind of put out there early on that I think the 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 matchup that would make the most sense to me would be a pairing of uh, Devontae Graham and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Everybody knows, you yeah. know, I'm the conductor of the Nall Stand train. I, I'm a huge fan of his game. Uh, I put out a story about him a couple days ago. Uh, I just think he's primed for a big season. He's already had two big preseason games to start off. And Devontae Graham, my guy who can space the floor. When you look at the numbers, I mean, it shocked me when I was doing research after they traded for him. He's right up there with like Damian Lillard and Stephen Curry as far as volume, three point shooting percentage wise, shooting them from deep. Uh, he he doesn't he's like allergic to the paint. So you're never going to see him, you know, shooting layups or right. get to the free throw line. But the guy bombs away with, with zero hesitation. So, you know, having that next design and B.I. is obviously going to help. Uh, so I think right now I'm still leaning towards that. But man, I don't know how much you've been watching Pell's preseason, but this guy Trey Murphy, he he's he's oh. working to change my mind, uh, man. He uh, six three pointers, back to back preseason games, start off his career. When you hear him talk, the guy is so mature and so comfortable in his skin. Uh, man, I, I mm-hmm. think they're going to have a hard time keeping him off the court. And I think I might even start leaning toward Trey Murphy possibly being your starting two guard for this team, which is something I didn't expect to say. You know, draft night. Yeah, I mean, it it wouldn't be crazy, especially if Point Zion is going to be a thing, to have Trey and Devontae Graham out there spacing the floor and then bring Nikhil. Not that Nikhil, like Nikhil took nine threes against the Magic. <laughs> it's not like he's not going to space the floor. Like he'll space right. the floor too. But I always just think of Nas as a guy that can handle, initiate offense, and he, he can do a lot more than just be a floor spacer. Absolutely. Where I think that that's where. Devonte and Trey Murphy like can really th- make this team thrive is just that like you have to cover them and if you don't cover them Zion will find them and those guys will knock down threes that's what they no do uh, and then you give Nikhil some time to kind of do his thing on on the second unit and then obviously he's going to play some with Zion too but I just kind of I, I, that to me makes a lot of sense as well but you know Trey Murphy this is he's a rookie. Like perhaps you don't want to just throw him into the fire because not only is he gonna he's gonna bomb threes on one end, but what have what have you seen from him defensively um, so far? Yeah, it was uh, that was part of the conversation last night. Willie Green kind of came out and said post game that you know right there in the first half he got on Trey Murphy early about his defensive effort, his intensity. And yeah. He was like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you got to play a certain way uh, to not not only live in the system but to thrive in the league. And Trey kind of, you know, uh, agreed with Willie after the game. He said, hey, I- I'm not in college anymore. I can't kind of coast. Everybody's good at this level. You got to stay locked in on every single one of these guys. And his defensive effort kind of rose. And that's when you saw the Pels go on that run during the second half. But, yeah, I mean, he's a typical rookie. You know, there are times where he's kind of looking around and he's like, wait, where am I supposed to be? Who, who am I guarding right now? You know, uh, right. I think that's what all rookies kind of go through in the league because the game moves so fast and the, the spacing is crazy. And basically every single guy on the floor can shoot a three or get to the basket. So uh, that's something new than, you know, being in the ACC where you basically got like two guys you got to worry about on the court. Uh, so I, I think he's coming along well on a defensive end. I think right now it's shocking to say I think he's further along offensively than he is defensively because i mean the guy just can't miss i mean i tweeted it you know during the magic game the guy just only makes threes that's all he does he he never misses a three he barely even touches rim half the time uh so i think he's further along offensively but i think 
you can see the the gear starting to turn the defensive end and him getting more comfortable in that system and just his length out there with those guards. I, I think it's going to be really interesting once they're fully healthy. Yeah, that's and that's probably the reason that he comes off the bench is that it's going to take it just takes time for all rookies to become good defenders. Uh, that's just that's just a part of this journey that these guys are on. Jonas Valanciunas was brought in via trade. Really interesting piece. Like obviously a very very talented offensive player, like solid defender, but also like we talk about, we want floor spacing around Zion. Jonas doesn't exactly provide that floor <laughs> spacing that you want. From he the hit a three position. against the Magic, man. He, he hit a three and the whole crowd went he crazy. Did. Did anybody guard him? Was he guarded on that three would be my question. That would be no. <laughs> because that's the only thing that matters. <laughs> so I I like Valanciunas. I think he's a good player. He was very, very helpful to the Grizzlies last season. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on the fit, though? Because I think we know what to expect from him. It's not a mystery as to what you're going to get from Valanciunas. He's going to grab boards. He's going to help you out a lot in a lot of different ways. But... Is he going to be helpful with the presence of Zion? Yeah, I was kind of beating this drum last year that a lot of people are are, are on this uh, kind of pushing the message that Zion needs a floor spacing five next to him, a guy who lives in the paint as much as Zion. He needs a guy who's going to shoot threes and give him spacing. And I think what you saw last year was that he played really well next to guys like Jackson Hayes and Billy Hernan Gomez. And I don't think it's as much he needs guys who can space to the three-point line. He needs guys who can move around and space around him. Because we know whenever Zion has the ball, there's yep. going to be three people coming at him, you know, because they're so terrified of him yep. getting to the rim. So it's just a matter of guys being able to play in that open space, catch the ball, and finish. And I think, obviously, we know Jonas can do that. He did it for the past couple of years with John Morant. Mm-hmm. And I saw last night he made one catch off of Devontae Grand Pass. And I was like, oh, you know, we haven't seen that too much in New yep. Orleans. You know, as good as Steven Adams was last year, he's not a guy who's catching a lot of those passes and running the paint and finishing at the basket. Uh, so yep. I think that's something that he's going to bring. And also just his skill around the basket. I mean, you saw him shoot a fadeaway last night. Uh, you know, we saw him with that crazy pump fake. It was hilarious seeing it in person, seeing that that elongated pump fake. And, you know, one of the Magic guys fell yeah. for it. It's hilarious. <laughs> right, we got the full Jonas package against the Magic. He got two tees. He got kicked out in the third quarter. We, we saw him hit the goggles after the assist, you know, his only assist of the night. We, we saw him hit the three-pointer, the pump fake. Uh, it was the full Jonas experience last night. I, I think he brings a whole lot of personality toughness to this team and like i said i think just having somebody who can catch those passes around the rim finish i think it's not only going to help zion but bi as well because as we saw last year that bi stephen adams pick and roll was something the team leaned on a lot and i think that's something that kind of held them back with stephen wasn't as much of an offensive threat and we we know Jonas. If he's not anything else, he's a guy that's going to score in the paint. He's going to make teams pay when they put smaller guys on him. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a couple games like he had last year, where he's you know twenty seven and fifteen, just because teams are so worried about Bi and Zion the entire game. Mm-hmm. All right, before we go, you got to answer this question. You have to give me yes or no. That's all you get to give. That's it, because we don't have time. Do they at least make the play in? I say yes. All right. Thanks so much for listening to The Daily Ding. Be sure that you listen to all the shows on The Athletic NBA Show. Hope you guys enjoy your day, and we will talk to you guys again next time.